This is a podcast from Minute Media. All right, guys. No music today. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. Nobody beats the biz. Big trust, woo-woo, whatever you want to call it. Guys, you know, look, we've been watching this team forever. And over the last four years, just when I think they've hit a low point, um, they, they seem to go lower. And I don't know about you, Chris, but last night for me was probably my lowest point since, I don't know, I, I pick another game. Pick any of these, these damn games over the last 10 years, but I would say the, the Elliott field goal in Philly. Uh, last night to me was, was an absolute embarrassment where on national television, our franchise, our beloved franchise, the one all of us spend so much time and energy on, and money as well, uh, just completely embarrassed themselves from top to bottom it just looks like a unit that it, it looks like the Jets. You know, it looks like a unit that has no idea what the hell to do, and unfortunately doesn't know how to fix it. Um, uh, Chris, I, I'm almost out of words because I, I, I think I've used them all over the last ten years. That th- this was just for me the absolute low point. And, and so, I mean, from top to bottom, Chris, the absolute low point, bud. Well. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit because, you know, those last second field goals that they lost, you know, 60 yards or whatever the hell it might have been, um, they were still competitive in those games. They lost on a heartbreaking. So I don't consider them low, low, low points. When you come out and you're not competitive and you get your doors blown off from the opening series on, that to me is like, that's the yeah. low points. Like, what are we doing yeah. out here? You know, the other one, the other ones are right. heartbreaking right. low points. You know, they, they, they destroy you because... But let's not forget they were in those games. They were competitive in Philly or Carolina, whatever you know, whatever game you want to point out. And they came up short, and they lost in the creative ways as usual, right? <laughs> but I don't consider them like low, low points because they were competitive, and they might have blew it. I get it, Jerry, and all that. But when you come out <clears throat> and you get your doors blown off from basically the first kickoff, Jerry, you know, from opening, the opening kickoff. Um. That's a low point. When guys aren't making tackles, you know, um, sorry about that. When guys aren't making tackles, um, when got receivers are running into each other, um, when you can't block a three-man front, <laughs> those just, just, you know, got body language at the oh, end. Man. Saquon doing his usual dancing, falling down. Uh, Galladay catching a ball on the sideline. He doesn't realize he doesn't get two feet in because he's not, because he's pissed off he's not getting the ball. Galladay not blocking on a little receiver screen to Tony because he's pissed off he's not getting the ball. Um, what am I missing? Um, Will Hernandez maybe his worst game as a giant, and that's saying something. So you, you look at all this body work, and I say, well, this has got to be one of the low points because of the overall effort. Playing the world champs was kind of struggling. We knew they were going to come out and play their best ball. And they didn't even play their best ball. They destroyed the Giants, you know. So it wasn't competitive. I don't know about you, Jerry, but, you know, they win the toss. They kick off as usual. Okay. You're going to put the ball in Brady's hands. Okay. But I didn't feel the energy, no. dude, on that no. first drive. I, I didn't feel the energy. I, I you know, I, I, I just didn't feel it. I thought it was so easy going down the field, grand play in that zone. And, and his, you know... Here was the big difference. I felt Graham really fucked, really screwed up. Is that when you play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and their philosophy, and you're going to stay with that cover two, and 
Mahomes just can't help himself. Andy Reid can't help himself. They're going to take their shots. They're going to be so impatient. Like, oh, I just got to do it. I got Hill out here, and I'm going to do it. I can't help myself. Now, Mahomes has been improving that. You saw that against Dallas a little bit. He's been changing up a little bit. But at the time, dude, that doesn't fly with Tom Brady, okay? There's a reason why Tom Brady is the greatest ever to lace him up. So you want to give him those little chunk yards underneath. Guess what? Brady's going to be like, okay, I'll do it all the way down the field. And that's what they did. It was just too easy. I, I, I thought it knocked the wind out of their sails right off the bat. I didn't feel the energy. They got it back a little bit with the Adoree interception that even I could have came down with. I'm surprised he didn't drop that, you know. Um, and then Tom gets the ball back and they march down the field again after that and doom, and it's over with. So, Jerry, look, I get what you're saying, dude, about low points, but I'd rather have a competitive team and a competitive game, and I get it. You don't want to lose in a 63-yard field goal. I understand all that. But to me, Jerry, as a competitor, you know, as a guy covering the team, and I'd rather lose that way. i got to be honest with you, than watch a team give – get destroyed. It looked like they're not even in the game. Jerry, it was 30 to 10, but it felt like what? 60 It, it to felt 10, like it right? should have been 60 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, even at halftime, it was 17 to 10. How are we, but, how are we oh, still in this? Yeah. Yeah, you get the narrative. Oh, you know, uh, you know, they're getting outplayed here, 230 yards again, but they're right there still uh, somehow. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I just didn't have that feel, Jerry. You know, I didn't have that feel. You just knew it was. There was no chance of them winning. I think the most concerning thing for me, Chris, and you, you never want to, you never want to just overanalyze this, but I'm watching that game. And I come away with, all right, Gettleman's gone. Our GM is a complete, you look at that pass rush alone and that offensive line. And if you don't, if you don't think that he should go, then I, like, if, if, anyone doesn't think, if anyone thinks he should keep his job, you need to check yourself into a mental institution. And I think 100% of Giants world wants him gone, okay? But that offensive line and that pass rush alone, he's, he needs to go, Right. Then you watch the, the offensive play calling and the trickery, but just, uh, you know, he's got this crazy imagination, but he doesn't throw the ball to, to Galladay or Tony down the field or, or in the end zone, right? He throws it to our, our, our tackle, okay? So Jason Garrett's a disaster. But now, Chris, now <laughs> I think our running back is a third down back. Unfortunately. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I have no faith in our running back. And I don't know, Daniel Jones, are we going to use these last seven games now to, to decide what we're doing with him? I get it. The line stinks. The play calling's bad. But he doesn't lift them, man. And I'm sorry, but you cannot get lightning in a bottle twice with a quarterback on the sidelines who looks completely disinterested and has no emotion. Yeah, it worked with Eli, but is it really going to work with Daniel Jones? Chris, when he went to the sidelines and he's looking at the tablet with Garrett, I'm like, we have zero chance in this game. I don't want to put everything into body language, but it's the whole package with Jones. Missing receivers when he's got them. I mean, I come away last night thinking, holy shit, there's more questions than I thought. Hmm. And I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, how can anyone feel positive about anything right now? And real quick. My kid asked me, what jersey should I get? I said, I wouldn't get one jersey on this team right now. I wouldn't get one because I don't know who's going to be here. That's a, that's a $90, $100 investment. Xavier McKinney, that's all I got. I, I, it's like, who the hell's going to be here next year or the year after? I know they want Daniel Jones to work. but <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Thomas. Andrew, yeah, Andrew Thomas, he's going to stick, stick around. <laughs> Aziz Ojolari. Okay, great. But, like, I know they want Daniel Jones to work, and I want him to work, too. But, holy crap, dude, last night, 
that intercept, both interceptions and just the missing Galladay over the middle, the staring down, all the bad things come back. Chris, it's like, what the hell am I watching? Where the hell is my franchise right now, man? Where's the franchise we know growing up? Like, holy shit, dude. I got nothing. I got no answers. You know, uh, uh, you know, Jerry, that's, that's the best part is that, you know, I put on Twitter a little while ago. And I was getting so many texts last night from people and this morning too, like, yo, Chris, man, you know, do you think Jones is the answer? And I kept responding, I don't have to know. Right. And that's not a good sign, Jerry. It's year three, halfway through year three, and at times you look at this kid and you say, yeah, I, you know, he's our guy. And then you see again last night and you say, well, I don't know, is he our guy? It's maddening. Now, a lot of it, I get it. A lot of it, he has no help up front. But you can't keep using that as an excuse right. either, you know? It's tough to evaluate everything because the kid's getting blasted. He can't even get a ball off on a three-man look because he's getting hit. Um, mm. that, but like you said, Jerry, the opportunities, he's missed some guys. And I got to be honest with you, dude. I got to be honest with you. It's alarming to me that under the bright lights, this kid seems skittish yeah, all the time. Is. He looks skittish again last night. He's got that little bit of that stage fright at times in his eyes, it looks like, um, at, at times. And like you said, look, the body language is getting beat up. They're getting smacked around, uh, you know. But, Jerry, I, sometimes, you know, he is not getting helped either by, obviously, his front in front of him. And, Jerry, he's not getting helped with the scheme that Jason Garrett no, is doing, dude. Now, Jerry, you know what sums it up? This sums up Garrett in two years, you know, and fourth and one of a 17-10 game, and you got Galladay and Tony on the side. Chris, I'm sorry. That's fireable. You would fire somebody. You You would fire your OC for that. You go with a three, you go with the big package, three tight end, and the Buccaneers knew what was coming, dude. I mean... They rolled to the right, and he kept rolling to the right. Not play action, but rolling, design rolls to the right. Sometimes play, taking away half the field. And that played solely relied on Saquon in the flat. They was picked up immediately, I think, by Winfield Edwards, a safety. Immediately they knew what was coming. Then he tried to go. I think his second option was Evan. He was covered. Colin Johnson. And then he forced (laughs) him to Colin Johnson. So here's a question I have. When you have a $72 million man... And a stud, number one pick. And we all know Tony's electric, right? We, we, all, we all know that now. What the F are they doing on the sideline on fourth and one? No sense. It just makes no sense at all. You know, if you're going to go three, if you want, I'll give it to you if you want a pound in there with Saquon sure. or Booker. You know what I mean? I'll give you that more than that play last right. night. It's just so, you know, and listen, we all know Kadarius Tony. Tony has a great arm. But we can't show it every week, too, right, Jerry. Right. It's know? not a trick. It's Nobody's not a trick play if you're doing it every week. Right. It's not, a, you know, uh, you're trying to do some trickery. You did a little wrinkle last night with Brightwell in the back. Okay, but it's the overall body of work. What is the scheme? And that's what I was trying what, to say before, you know, what, right? You said it. You, you show the, the Tony play, the Thomas play. Yet on, on fourth and one, your stars come out, Colin Johnson's in. And then when you're down in the red zone, Tony and Galladay are out. Again, it, like, what the hell like, how could you possibly think that that is a good scheme to go with? To, to not, I never understood with coaches, I never understood 
not using your, not going down with, with, with guns blazing. Why would you do that? It, it, you're giving yourself, you're giving your team such a lesser of a chance to succeed. It, it, Chris, it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Well, you know, Judge talked about it after the game. We're not putting guys in a position to succeed. Well, I blame him a lot for that too. And obviously Garrett and the coordinators, you know, um, like, like when this is, when you guys go over this game plan and short yardage, you know, situations and Garrett presents this package, I mean, Judge has got to say, no, we're not doing that. You know, uh, uh, it's just the whole thing's a mess, dude. Uh, even Judge, look, to me, even the jury's still out. Oh, you know, I, like, what do we have here? What do we couldn't have agree here more. Judge, you know, the jury's still out. Um, and Garrett's situation, we all know, um, is horrific. All right. Uh, the, the, uh, the Giants are last in football, Jerry, in the last two years in touchdowns at 42. You know, even the Jets have more, dude. <laughs> On the Adam Gase, and now, you know, this year with Michael Floyd, a new coordinator. Even the Jets have more. That's look, Jerry. This is a billion dollar business, bro, and it's a production business, and the results aren't there. You so what happens when results aren't there? You have to make changes. Uh, to me, I put it out last night, Jerry, and, and Judge is going to come on with us in a couple of hours. Um, I think. Oh, I could definitely see, see <clears throat> play calling being handed over to Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Not even firing Garrett. They're going to work together, but Kitchens is going to call the plays. I think Garrett will be gone after the year. Um, I cannot imagine, you know, and I, and I put this on Twitter too, Jerry, that I hope, I hope that Judge didn't want to make changes earlier and he was shot down by people above yeah. him. And I think we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, either Gellerman, Maris, whoever the hell was involved. Because you know what? This is Joe Judge's team, Jerry. Yeah. This is not Dave Gettleman's team. It's John Mary writes the checks. He signs the checks. I know that. I know it's John Mary's team, but when you when you hire a head coach, dude, this is his team. Yeah. Okay? And what he wants, what he feels, you know, he has to do to succeed, you give it to him. Yeah. And now if that means going to your office and, and you know and saying, listen, we gotta make this change, this offense and all that, you can't have an answer, you know, like well, let's stick it out the rest of the year. We really like his wife and his kids. And, you know, he was here years ago. And we love him. He's a nice guy. And Because I can't imagine, Jerry, that Joe Judge has been happy with this for this period of time. It makes you wonder what the F is going on in that building, dude. And, I, look, I've kind of leaked this out a little bit to you, Jerry, about that building's a mess. Okay? From the scouting department down... This so you, you just go to the media guy. See how many connections there is to Gettleman, Mara, you know, and which is fine, Jerry, if they're doing the job. But these people are not doing the job. Yeah. From the Midwest scouts to the area scouts to the head, you know, the head of scouting. Per, is, it was, was Gettleman it was with Gettleman in Carolina. You know, you got a head of college scouting with Chris Pettit. I mean, and you look at these and. But here's the well, you right now, Jerry. You sit here right now, mm-hmm. right? Saquon number two overall in 2018. Number two overall. How's that worked That's out? Terrible. It's been I, Daniel Jones sixth overall. Jerry's out and, still, and, and we thought it was a reach at the time. And listen, you know, and Andrew looks like he's working out. Well, throw in uh, Chris, throw in Dexter oh. Lawrence and DeAndre Baker. Dexter <laughs> Lawrence, DeAndre Baker's. 
And this is why, you know, and then you got guys coming in, coaching staffs, like a Garrett that some of his things he wants to do. And it's just a toxic mix, dude. And that's why you're three and seven. And, and, and it's, you know, last night's game was in front of the nation, oh, Jerry. You know, the whole nation saw it. Everybody watching it. And there's people on Twitter that know the game. You know, you look at a Baldinger. Yeah. You even look at a Dan Vlosky, yeah. dude. He's a student of the game. These guys are right on with a lot of stuff. And they're like, what is going on with this play? What's going on with that play? What, you know, what are they thinking here? And uh, yeah, uh, you got ridiculous interception, Jerry. The first one's a ridiculous, ridiculous. interception. He's fought, you know, Daniel, just um, throw it in the ground. You just don't throw it across the field. This is your third year in the league. Calm down. Is this going to slow down, you know? Uh, and the second one, trying to get a progression, you know, he's forcing a little bit because he's not used to receivers running their progression routes. Devin White reads his eyes, closes that window, gets the hand up. You know, Jerry, it's just bad football, dude. Yeah, you, you brought up Garrett before, and and we, you know, you kind of talk yourself into like when when Garrett was hired, we said it. This is weird. Like they interviewed Garrett first, and I I don't know if they hired him before Joe Judge, but you just felt like it felt like that conversation took place, and it was going to be the offensive coordinator. You, you look at that situation, then you look at what they did with Ben McAdoo, like John John Mara, like. No offense, but you're going to have to step out of the next one. Okay, you're going to have to step away. You, you, you can't make these decisions anymore because they're, they're, they're clearly not working out. I think you said it before. You need a head of football operations that is just like the king of the whole place. And that's the person that, answer, that, that, that everybody answers to, and that person runs the show. And by the way, dude, does Lewis Riddick want that job? I mean, I, I mean he's not going to get it, but holy cow. Like, I, I, I get it, Lewis, but oh, what a... Com- complete clown last night. I I turned on the Manning cast for a while. Nah, he's, a, he's just a bit. Oh my guy. god! But anyway, job. but he did this twice, and it's like fool you once, shame on you, know, on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Like to to hire Garrett the way they did, and it, it's just turned out to be such a complete and utter disaster. And we are in year three with our quarterback, and we still don't know what we have, dude. Here's what it is. Here's here's where I am right now. Gettleman, Garrett, gone. Saquon, no way you re-sign him to another contract, to a second contract, to a big one. And you, you use these last seven games to not only, not only analyze Jones, Chris, but you use them to analyze Judge as well. That's it. That's where I am. You know, uh, uh, yeah, look, Jerry, you know, the jury's still out on Judge. I like him. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I think he could still, I think he could be the, uh, I, I think he's making some mistakes where he's, you know, he's, he's allowing some things going on. But I hope he's not getting overruled and shit. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Like I said, I, I just can't believe he wants this still. I really don't, yeah. Jerry. Um, look, you know, I'm hearing a lot of things, too, about, you know, look, the way this is going, you know, uh, you're looking at a 5-6 win season, maybe. And and Gettleman's going to, re- you know, resign, you know, translate, yeah. get fired. Sure. And I hear people saying, well, you know, now you got to blow it all up again. Look. Look, you bring in another guy here at the end of the year, and he works with Judge, and you bring actually a guy who knows how to draft. Actually, some scouts actually know how to evaluate talent. Um, there's still a lot of talent on this team. And then you bring in, you know, you bring in your guy as an offensive coordinator, whatever it might be. You don't have to blow this up, Jerry. You don't have to blow this up. There's talent on the offensive side of the ball. Now, you got to get a guy that drafts well. Plug in that offensive line, you know? Because... Because you don't need receivers, right? Right. 
You need offensive line, dude. You need you need, you need another guy up front. Can, can You're gonna you, have Gates. Can back. you say we need a pass rusher too? Right? No, I'm not even getting. It. I'm just talking okay, offense sorry. right now. And then so so then you have a guy. You know, like I said, you got to get a guy who knows how to draft. Yeah. Not some dope who goes on and drafts a running back second overall, talks about hog mollies, but then dra- trades down and drafts a receiver right. when you got hog mollies right there yeah. uh, in front of you. Yeah. Uh, forget about how, how about a Micah Parsons too, right? Yep. How's that turning out, by and, the way? And, and, and real quick, Slater I'm going to stay Parsons, on that because right? we, we, we talked about this. We said during that, we, we came up with every scenario, Chris, for that draft, and we said there's a good chance two of these guys are going to be there for us. And who was there, Chris? Yeah. Slayton and Parsons. And we were like, all right, yeah. here it is. It's one or the other. And it was neither. Right. Go ahead. And he went down and traded for Tony. Um, you know, so you need a guy who knows how to actually draft. Yeah. Um, you need some scouts bringing some talent. And then you can look for that edge rush mm-hmm. stuff, Jerry, you know, to plug in that offensive line. But here's the thing. You could draft him. You could draft an edge guy. You could draft a guard. You could draft another tackle, whatever it might be. But they have to play well. You know, you, right. you, you have to evaluate correctly. Right. Uh, we, we learned from Jerry Reese, who, who, who he gets a bad rap, Jerry, when, when everybody says, oh, he never f- fixed the offensive line. Well, he tried. Oh, he he drafted it. guys early rounds, sucked but they just it. didn't work yeah, out. They just didn't work out. Right. So you have to get evaluators that come in, you know, um, that these kids work out when you draft them. Because right now it's not. You know, right now it's not. Um, and Dave's been at it four years, and he's had Saquon's phenomenal rookie year. He makes a Pro Bowl. Other than that, it's been nothing. 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 And now Jones... Like you said, Jerry, I mean, it, it, it's just, it, it's a kid that always you want more. Like what, you just, it's like a question mark. You just can't answer it. Right. And then next week, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll do so many good things, maybe against the Eagles. And you say, okay, he's a guy. And then the following week, it's like, well, it's, it's mind boggling, Jerry. It really is, dude. It's a mess. And, and you want to see him get protected. You want to see better play calls so you can really evaluate it. But it is so hard to evaluate this kid with the, with the current state of the team. Um, to your point before about Gettleman, like he cannot be anywhere near those two picks, dude. Right now, it's fifth and seventh. So, you know, I don't. You just you want him on a on a on a flight back to Cape Cod sooner than later. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. They have so many draft picks next year. It's like, oh well, thanks for acquiring those, Dave, because you won't be anywhere near them. Uh, but I'm just sitting there watching the game last night, Chris. And I remember we were saying like, yeah, we need two offensive linemen in that first round, and I'm like. Yeah, um, best players available. One of them's got to be a lineman, and I just thought, like, man, God, we, we, need, we need an edge rusher so bad because, to your point before, Patrick Graham rushing three all game against Tom Brady, I, I, I mean, you, you weren't confusing him. He was just going to say he just, he just took what they gave him and went right down the field like a hot knife yeah. through butter. So, Well, it wasn't Graham's finest moment. You know? No. He came out with that cover to a lot of zone, and Tom Brady was shredding it. Yeah. Then when he tried to go to man on a short yard situation, like a third and four, so he decided to go to man. Tom shredded it. Um, you know, so it's 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 a total mess. Yeah, you know, and Bradbury last night, you know, <laughs> had some rough moments. Once again, a missed tackle. Actually, had two missed tackles. One was brought back because of a penalty. Yeah, that's right. Godwin just shredded him like it wasn't there. So Bradbury's not having a good year. Okay, actually, Dovey's playing better than him. You know, um, and, and you look at look up front. I mean, all night at the Water Bowl, Jerry. All night. rushing four men. They even sent the fifth guy sometimes. Three. And then, you know, down in the red, he's, he's rushing three guys. He got away with it one time, you know, which you're lucky because he had all the day to throw the ball, Brady, but somebody didn't shake free. He did a good job plastering. But then the second time and he did it, Evans got that big body up there at the goal line, and Tom hit him, you know, he boxed out Bradbury, you know, on that three-man look. 
You know, you're not going to go away with that a lot, man. Somebody's going to break free. And how about the Gronkowski play later on, uh, earlier on, Jerry, where they rushed, I think it was four men, or maybe it was three men. They had all the time in the world. Gronk does like a deep cross. Yep. Brady finally hits him because he had all the time in the world. You can't, you can't ask these guys to keep sticking with these And guys. he limped to that cross. That's how much time Brady had. Like, you, you could see, like, yeah. he's nothing like he used to be. And, and it, but you give him that much time, they're all everybody's going to get open. It, it was just... That was baffling, but it wasn't to me as absurd as our offensive game plan. Like, and I, I, I guess the best friend to Patrick Graham is Jason Garrett. Like, because as a fan, I'm watching this game going, man, my, my, my fire meter is so much higher on Garrett right now. Patrick Graham, it's okay, this is a shitty game plan, but, you know, it is what you have. He has zero pass rush to work with. He's got nothing. Those guys weren't coming anywhere near. And that's when you look. Then I start. Then you start looking at the drafts and like uh, Dexter Lawrence was 17th overall. He is what he is, dude. He's an average to above average defensive tackle. That's it. Nothing more. And then I'm, I'm start going down like oh, Barkley's a Barkley's now a third down back who, you know, can't can't block for anything. And by the way, that that clip of you, uh, the, the clip you showed before uh, Barkley picking up uh, the trying to pick up a, a blocker. Uh, I'm sorry, a blitzer. Um, yeah. You know, that's something he was never good at, and he's not improving. He's not getting better. He's never going to be that guy. So, I mean, I'm just going up and down this roster last night going, holy cow, we need everything again. Here we are, it's 2021, and we need everything. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm all I, over the place we, today. We, uh, look, they need they need a few parts, Jerry. I, mean, I don't think there's any question about that. I I don't know if they need everything yeah. on this roster, but they need look, Jerry, they need some different coaching up on the offense. They need some they need some guys. They need edge guy. Obviously, Jerry, you need an edge guy, you know, you need a guy to get to the quarterback. Yeah. And you need some you know, you need another offensive lineman or two, right? I don't think there's any question about that. And that's what a draft you know, you're gonna have two high picks coming up, dude. You know? Uh so <laughs> I, I laugh. What, your your yeah. boyfriend, your safety from Notre Dame, uh, has been uh, linked to the Giants. And as much as I want to take best player available, I'm like, unless he's Ed, is he Ed Reed? Well, nobody's Ed Reed. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Um, but he's a phenomenal talent, okay. Jerry. He's something. Uh, you know, he, he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure safety is something that. Is a you know right. a priority of what we need, Jerry? In those top seven picks, right. you know. Right. Um, anyway, so anyway, I've seen his name. I didn't like see that. Two or three mock that. drafts yeah. have him going. Now those mock oh, drafts really? kind of copy each other, but I'm just like, hmm. wow, a safety at five. We we sit no. here every week and talk about we gotta build the line on both sides of the ball. It's like, yeah. all right, first round yeah. picks to safety now, whatever. But yeah, but, yeah. I, I don't know what that's about. I didn't even see that, yeah. but I'm not even concerned with that stupid shit no, no. right now. Um, I, I'm sorry. I just look at the draft now that we're three. Yeah, and I seven. mean, is he a top seven pick? He's going to be a top seven pick, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. he is, Jerry. I just don't think he should be a top seven pick on the Giants. Giants right. Yeah. You know, you, you got the kid McKinney. You got Logan another couple of years. Yeah. You know. And, you know, and I don't know what they're going to do with Peppers and all that, but yeah. I, I just don't think it's a priority. But, really. but Jerry, one and nine in third down Ooh. last night, um, two hundred and uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the total yards, two hundred and fifteen yards, two hundred thirty-five yards total, whatever it was. Um, that that's inexcusable, dude. That's just really bad football, bro. Yeah, I thought you know Matt Skur couldn't pass for up last for, last for nothing last night. Billy uh, Hernandez Billy holding Price. calls. Getting blown up in the pass, and that's part. That's one of his strongest part is the pass, bro. And and he was getting blown up in that. Yeah. 
I said you can't let Sue blow up the game. You know, he, you can't let this guy blow up the game for you. He was blowing it up, you know. Yeah. Devin White's going to do his thing. I said, you got, he was blowing it up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so everything you kind of said, look, you can't, you got to negate this, try to negate that. Wasn't negated, bro. And, and you know, and that's what you get, 30 to 10. Brady pulled in the fourth quarter uh, for Blink Abbott. And they had some fun there, you know, but. Spread the ball around too, Tom, as usual. Yeah. Um, six targets here, here, here. Six catches. This guy, six catches that guy. He really did. Um, it was pretty easy, Jerry. It was just way too easy, dude. Um, yeah. I mean, you you hit the nail on the head, dude. Um, this is just, uh, it's it's ugly right now. And, uh, whew, and now uh, coming up, uh, we'll preview it later in the week. Um we have the, the Eagles coming to town on Strahan's retirement. And, I'm sorry, retirement. Uh, Ring of Honor induction. Jersey retirement, mm-hmm. I should say. Right. And, uh, you know, you're going to have 50,000 Eagle fans for that. Like, guys, John, read the room. Like, push this out to next year. Apologize to Strahan for it. And just say, hey, J- hey, Mike, we want this to be memorable in a good way. We don't want them chanting E-A-G-L-E-S, which they will do during the ceremony. It's my, <laughs> my kid goes to these games. I told her this week, you're not going. You're, you're, you're forbidden to go to that game with those animals mm-hmm. in, that, in, that, in that stadium, dude. There's, there's no, it's going to be so ugly. And, uh, you know, we'll get into it, but. It's just everything right now is just so bad. And it's like, have we hit rock bottom? I don't even know. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, we'll see how they respond. You know, I mean, last night was pretty much rock bottom. Um, but it looks like Jason Garrett has been fired. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Jason Garrett has been relieved of his duties. Um, look, I... I <laughs> Good call, last night, Chris. It wasn't something that somebody told me. I got to be honest with you. I really wasn't. Yeah. Um, now I have been told some other things about Garrett, um, but I'm not going to get into that, but Garrett has been fired hot right off the press as we're doing the podcast. Um, I think, look, that was just what I saw last night and I got to know judge pretty good being around him, talking to him. Um, I could see something last night in his eyes that something was going to happen. What was amazing. You tweeted it. And then when I watched the post game and I was like, I thought to myself, I wonder if he was told something. I thought you were told something because the the presser was pretty obvious when he said, I'm not getting into that right now. And I thought, oh, that's it for Jason. But you, uh, it was a hell of a tweet, buddy. It was a good call because you could just feel it. You could feel like this is, if it doesn't happen now, then when? You've seen enough. Um, so. Yeah, uh, look. Uh, look, Jerry. Uh, I'm not going to give up. Look, let's just put it this way. It was trending that way. Yeah. Judge kind of wanted it that way. Yeah. Um, and he might have faced some resistance and making changes earlier. Um, I think last night was the final straw. I think Judge was pretty adamant about it. I'll find out a little bit more as we move along. And I think whoever was blocking him for making changes earlier on uh, probably said, all right, no, it's time. So Garrett, you know, after last night, um, if he would have survived... Last night, Garrett, and kept being a coordinator and all that, calling the play, all these calling the plays, Jerry. Right. Um, and obviously, there was somebody in the way of Judge, so that you know that didn't help. Judge made the move. A lot of people say are going to say it should have happened in a bye week. 
We don't know what goes on behind closed doors, folks. That's all I'm going to say. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Maybe Judge wanted to make that change or said, you know, stick it out a little bit more. But after last night's game, when Judge kind of went back to the building and said, well, you know, and they were like, okay, Joe, do what you got to do, you know. And he did. And I'm sure Freddie's going to take over for the rest of the year, which was something Judge wanted. Judge brought, he made Kitchens the senior offensive consultant for a reason. Okay, trust me on this. <laughs> it was basically like Mariano Rivera. Well, I, I don't want to compare Kitchens to Mariano Rivera, but it was basically having a guy warming up in the bullpen, Jerry. Yeah. Getting ready to, you know, the umpire, oh, the manager comes out, puts his right hand up to go get him. Yeah. Um, that's what you're seeing now. Judge came out of the dugout and he put his hand up and he's getting the believer. Yeah. And, that, and we'll see how Freddie changes it up in the next several weeks, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, not much more to say, Chris. Uh, yeah, I guess not. We'll see how the offense <laughs> I, don't know where to go. I don't know where to go from here. This just happened, dude. <laughs> 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 All right, what else, do we, what else we got, buddy? Anything else? <laughs> um, well, look, uh, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. I, I know when I put the tweet out last night, really, nobody told me anything yet. They really didn't tell me anything yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like I said... Um, I kind of got the feel the way Joe's been. Joe, I'm, t- I'm sorry, but the way Judge has been thinking lately, yeah. and I had a feeling last night's performance was the final nail in a coffin, um, and I turned out to be right. Um, and now Freddie takes over. So I look, uh, look, Jerry, I, I get it. People want fired, and I get it. And it always sucks when somebody loses their job. And Garrett's a good dude, and I hate to see it, but. But yeah. this is a production business and changes yeah. in corp- and, and when you don't produce in a corporation, Jerry, you, you could attest to this. When you don't produce in a corporation, you get removed. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, I know a lot of people say this is way too late, but all I could say is, you know, don't be quick to blame Judge on this. That it was, oh, Judge took this long to do it. I kind of get the feeling it was he wanted this a little bit earlier, or a lot earlier, and was met with resistance. And you know, when you can't justify your resistance anymore, Jerry, yeah, you have to say, okay, go ahead, do what you got to do, and that's what happened, I'm sure. Probably on the bus, leaving Tampa, uh, going to the airport last night. It just it, they, he looked so pathetic on that sideline, man. Look, with sitting with Jones, look, I was like, I just thought there, there's there's no way he can stay. There's Especially after you put the tweet out, I'm just, I'm just like, this is, this is insane. This is, this is comical right now. Um, but it is what it is. Like you said, good guy. Uh, he was here during 9/11. Uh, classy guy, classy player. But it was just time, and and it almost was a disaster waiting to happen. The way he was hired and whatever. Anyway, onward and upward, man. From Jason Garrett. Um, I don't know how else we. I don't know how we top this. Anything else, buddy? What else we're going to talk about? <laughs> no. Uh, we'll, uh, everybody have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, do, right. we'll do the Eagles preview. Uh, I think everybody liked the Howard Cross and his insight, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, seemed, like, the, seemed like everybody liked Howard. Uh, a really good time, a really good job by Howard over there, giving us his insight. People seem to like it. Uh, we'll preview the Eagles. Hopefully the Giants give a better showing than the, than the Eli day and the anniversary day, right? And now Strahan is up next. His oh. number is going to be retired um, against the Eagles who I happen to know already from a couple of Eagle friend, friends of mine that they already had up north. Um, 
Oh, yeah. With their sure. friends. They're buying up tickets left and right. So there's oh, going to yeah. be a lot of green there Sunday, dude. A lot it's gonna of green. It's going to be sickening. It's going to be sickening. Um, uh, it's unfortunate, but you're going to be hearing these... these you're going to be hearing the Eagle chants from Strahan. I'm telling you, dude, it's coming. And it's going to be I just hope he fights back if that's going to happen. Like, just fight back, Strahan, because that's all we got right now. <laughs> I mean, you're going to hear that stupid chant where they spell their team name like it's a thing. Yeah, Any team can do that, but somehow the Eagles own that. But whatever. That's a, that's a podcast for another day. Uh, we print this week. Um, but we'll talk to you before then. Um, all right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. And go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Sorry this wasn't the therapy session you guys needed. It was more of a frustration fest. But uh, hang in there, Giant fans. It will turn around one day. Sundays are Giant days. Take care, everybody. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, happy Thank you. Take care.